0: Hi and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John and I am joined by two of my fellow podcasters. Hello Jess, hello Sam, how are you doing today?
1: Hello, hello, we're doing great. Hey, I'm good. Great, great, great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes our episodes get dropped out of order, so there's a really good chance that you just heard an episode with Sean (laughs) and now he's gone still. He, so that may have been from before he went on vacation, and this episode is probably going to drop before he gets back from vacation. So you'll kind of hear these a little out of order. But Sean is still technically, I guess he's vacation, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I- vacation kind and moving all at once. And
0: moving. I mean, the itinerary is a vacation itinerary, so there's that. Agreed. All right. So Mm -hmm. while Sean is gone, we decided to talk about something that the three of us really love, and that is Hawaii. And instead of just doing one of our typical island guides or a dining guide or something like that, what we're going to talk about today are our favorite Hawaii excursions. So what we're going to do is each of us have chosen two different excursions that we absolutely love. These don't have to be guided excursions. They can be guided excursions. The thing about Hawaii is there's a lot of opportunities to do. What's the right word? You can do with a group or you can go independently because usually you have a car in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So we'll get a good mix of those today. So that being said, Jess, why don't you uh, go first? What is one of your favorite excursions in Hawaii and what island?
2: Okay, so one of my favorite Hawaiian excursions is um, a Molokini snorkel tour on Maui.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you're talking about that because I was going to give an honorable mention because we didn't get to do that. But tell us about it.
2: I think there are two good companies that I like. Um, I like Pride of Maui and I like Trilogy. Um, Okay. And... I think um, I always like the morning ones because I feel like they're a little less crowded. And if you can get one that leaves as far south as possible, you'll be the first one to Molokini, which is like this little crescent shaped island off the coast of like southwest Maui. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think it has some of the best snorkeling in Maui. And there are ones where you can see, like, sea turtles and, like, all sorts of cool stuff. So this is one of my favorite uh, tours to do.
0: I've heard really positive things about going out to Molokini. We didn't get to go on our last trip. It was one of those things where, like, do we do it one day or do we take that day as a rest day and, like, lay at the resort? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, for me, the hardest thing when you go to Hawaii is making sure you have enough time to rest in between your busy, busy – like exploring of the islands. Mm-hmm. And that was like sadly the one thing we missed. We, we actually looked at a company that I also think looks really cool called Redline Rafting. And it's like, you know, like if you think of like a Coast Guard in like one of those Zodiac boats, mm-hmm. like it almost oh, look yeah. like the bottom is inflated. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So it's like a super small group. I've never done it, so I can't personally recommend them. But the idea of like a super small tour also is really attractive to mm-hmm. me. What what um when you were out there, what uh, types of fish did you oh see? Oh, Gosh,
2: I I don't remember. <laughs> yellow ones, <laughs>
0: yellow ones, little ones, yellow <laughs> ones.
2: <laughs> I don't, I do not remember. We had an underwater camera. I don't th- I don't know what they were called. There were, but there were a lot of them. Like sometimes you'll go snorkeling and you won't see a lot. Um, but there's like it's pretty much unspoiled because the only people. Like, you have to take a boat to get out there to snorkel, so, right. um, so there's, a, there's a good variety of tropical fish. <laughs> you cracking me up.
0: Did your tour take you back uh, closer to the coastline to do the turtles as yes. well, or did you just yeah. see? The, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to look out for when you're trying to book a tour. Make sure that the tour not only heads out to Molokini, but then also goes, I forget, what the name, it's like on the north, it's like, um, further south of Wailea. There's like a beach area right there that a ton of turtle, yeah. turtle beach or something mm-hmm. like that. Make sure that that's included so you can swim with the sea turtles, yep. but make sure you stay 20 feet away. Yes. Uh, otherwise, the uh, the turtle police come after <laughs> mm-hmm. you. All right, Sammy, what's yours? What's okay. your first?
1: So I'm going to start off with the Wahoo because that was the first island I ever visited, and we did a ton of stuff while we were there. Um, but my favorite thing we did on the entire trip was we went to uh, Kualoa Ranch and we did like a two and a half hour uh, horseback tour, and that was amazing. Um, I had never been on a horse before, so I was scared really? to death. And then when we got done, I was like, I want to go again. It was amazing. I loved it. And um, then after we did the horseback tour, we took a bus to a different location that that Kualoa, own, Kualoa Ranch owns. And it's called like Secret Beach. And Ooh. you get to go on this um, catamaran. And it was like a 90-minute, I think it was, tour. And you could see all the sea turtles. Um, It was amazing. Uh, That was my favorite thing we did. The water was crystal, like crystal blue clear. You could see everything. Um, I probably saw 15 sea turtles just swimming along. And that was the highlight of my trip. Like (laughs) highly recommend it. They had like a nice restaurant. So we ate there afterwards. It was just nice. I loved it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Now, Mike, do you remember which uh, tour company you guys went with? Which uh, tour we just, that was? We
1: just went to Kualoa Ranch. We had a car and we drove oh, okay. over there. You can book everything on their website.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and do maybe the most obvious quintessential Maui tour that anybody does. I'm going to talk about the road to Hana. Mm. Um, it is not for everyone. I'll start it out that way. You have to enjoy being in a car or being in the back of a bus for a long period of time on a windy road. Now, what I will say is that some people (laughs) may feel really um, intimidated about doing this long. Basically, you start on the northern side of the island. um, Just What's the name of the town where the airport is? Just beyond that town.
2: Lahaina.
0: Lahaina. Yeah, just beyond Lahaina. Yeah, in the Paella town area. And you start up that way. And then you kind of just head out like along the northern, what is that, western side of the island, eastern side of the Mm -hmm. island. And it starts off kind of arid, like, you know, the middle part of the island, and then it gets super lush and tropical really quick. The thing is, is that the further you go, the more windy it gets. And it's very windy. Some of the roads are narrow. So, a lot of people are a little intimidated to do the driving themselves. And I totally get that. At one point, we did see like two young college girls crash their, not crash, but like wedge their car all the way, their rental car and scrape it up all the way along the side of a cliff because a truck was passing them and they panicked. Even though they probably would have been fine. But it was one of those moments that like somebody probably should have stopped at a wider spot and they didn't. And I think it was just their inexperience. So I could see why some people would be a little intimidated to do it. That being said, I would not get in the back of a bus with like, 10 to 15 other people or the back of a van with 10 other people and being the furthest seat in the back with windows that don't open. To me, that sounds like I'd be vomiting in the first like hour Mm -hmm. of a, like a four hour in four hour out sort of thing. It is a long day. Mm -hmm. That being said, it is one of the most rewarding experiences I've ever done. And we did it instead of just getting a paper guide or anything. We downloaded this app called the Shaka guide. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast when we talked about Maui but essentially it's like it uses your gps in your phone and it tell and it essentially hits audio cues and guides and tells you different stops and tells you background story history of the area history of of Maui history of Hawaii we learned so much about the actual history of what we were experiencing that it was not just driving through an island you truly get to experience the culture a little bit and understand why the things are there that are there and they even talk about preservation and they really remind you you know of different things not to do like don't do this because you're gonna ha- you know you could have this ecological impact or you could have this impact on locals and it's real and helping you be thoughtful not to park in the wrong spots it was cool but uh really quickly naming a Couple places that we stopped along the way because there's so many areas, but um, some of the big ones that, oh, one big recommendation. We missed it because I didn't realize you needed to do this. You know, my own best um, travel agent, myself here. Um, there is a, the, the famous Black Sand Beach um, oh, yeah. called Wayanapa, Napa State Park. You need to make a reservation in advance for that. Um, and if you don't, then you go to do it the week, the day or two before you're, you know, out of luck. And so, we didn't get to do that. We got to substitute it with some other amazing things. We did all the way out to Hana, all the way back. Uh, we did tons of waterfalls. We, we passed by the Twin Falls, which is a popular spot. That's mostly because there was no um, parking. But there's like a thousand other waterfalls along the way and some really, and if you download one of the guides, the Shaka guide has like a ton of places for you to stop and see waterfalls. And if you hike into some of these places, they're fantastic. Um, obviously you kind of end, uh, the road to Hana ends, um, after Hana in an area called, let me tell you, you guys remember the name of that, um, Oh, PP Watch, PPY Trail, PPY Trail, and they have like the seven sacred pools, which is really really cool. We went uh, cliff jumping into some pools, not there, but at a nearby one. And also, if you've seen on Instagram where people take all the pictures of like the little paths with all the bamboo shoots, mm-hmm. that's the PPY Trail. Um, I love the and name. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's so it's ridiculous, <laughs> right? Um, one other thing, and we had lunch in a, in, in Honda Town, which is kind of cool. But there was one beach. I think it's Hanoa Beach. And it's um it's way towards the back, maybe past Hanatown. I can't remember if it's right before or right after. But it was easily the most beautiful... a Homoa beach. One of the most beautiful beaches that we've ever been in our entire lives. It like w- it, it literally rivaled um the beaches in Turks and Caicos, but it was like so untouched, crystal clear, absolutely breathtaking. So to get to some of the most remote, beautiful areas in Maui, I highly recommend doing the um, Road to Hana. Okay. Which brings us back to Jess. Um,
2: What's your second? So my second one is uh, Pearl Harbor. So when we were in Oahu the first time um, before we had kids, we did not have a car because we stayed downtown uh, on Waikiki in Honolulu, and uh, we scheduled a tour, and I don't remember the tour company. There's a million tour companies that do this, and they come pick you up at your resort um, in a bus, and they take you to Pearl Harbor, and um, we did, like, the full tour there, so we had a tour group. Um, We toured – we went out to um, the – what was it? Arizona? I can't remember. Uh, the name of the one, um,
0: yeah, the Arizona, the one that on, yeah.
2: And, um, then they had like a, they had a video, they had a, um, uh, survivor give a talk. Like the whole thing was, was, was really, uh, interesting. The survivor
0: was on video? No, he was live. Oh. Yeah. I'm guessing that they're not going to be doing that anymore. Probably
2: not. Um,
0: I feel like in the last 15, 20 years, a lot of the Pearl Harbor survivors have...
2: Yeah. And this was the first time we went. It was 15 years ago. So...
0: Okay, um, that makes sense.
2: So, yeah, but that still stuck out as one of the, like, most, like, moving and, like, uh, interesting and historical things that... um, that I've ever done anywhere not just in Hawaii. So, I highly recommend. Awesome. Yeah.
0: I'm super jealous of you that you got to do that when there were still ample an ample amount of survivors to tell their stories mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm assuming that they they may have ha- they may now have people who were like kids who lived in Hawaii at the t- like, you know, in Pearl Harbor maybe that could be there to tell stories, yeah. but that that's amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That that's really really cool. That's on our list when we go to o- Oahu. Mhm.
2: Yeah definitely
0: recommend all right next up sammy what you got okay number two please tell me it's it's not what you think
1: because that was Uh, on the big island and that wasn't my favorite excursion (laughs) 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 so my favorite excursion is actually not offered anymore but i want to give a shout out because there are plenty of other companies that do the same thing um but i went to princeville ranch Um, and they do still do horseback riding there, but we actually did an ATV tour and you get like completely filthy, which was super fun. You go through mud and red dirt and you're just dirty. Then you go zip lining, you go to a waterfall. Like that was totally my jam too, because it was active and I was with Lauren and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm getting dirty. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. Um, and, then, and I think
0: we, we should point out that Princeville is on the northern side of Kauai.
1: Yes, correct. And they they no longer do the ATV tours and stuff since after the pandemic. I think they've just decided not to have that anymore. But there are plenty of um, companies that offer it, and they're all over the internet, or you can call us and we can help you. But um, I have to give a shout out to the Makai Golf Course, which is in Princeville as well. Okay. They do a sunset golf cart tour. Mm. So the golf pro uh, that night actually did our tour. There were sixteen of us, sixteen golf carts, um, <laughs> and he goes around and he tells you a little bit about the golf course and about the island. And you can tr- take your wine, your beer. They give you a cooler. Um, it's just, it's absolutely stunning. It's. I mean, I can't even describe how awesome it was and how beautiful it was. And that golf course is pristine. And um, the golf pro there, his name was Tom at the time. He was from Alaska and moved to Hawaii for golf. And he was hilarious. So we were all cutting up. And it was-
0: he only likes to live in the newer states.
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it was great too because he told us all kinds of stories and jokes and took pictures. Like, we, I mean, we went everywhere over the golf course and they're ginormous. So we saw so much. And it was one of the cheapest things we did on the island. I think it was only $72 a person, which kind of sounds awesome. like, oh, to ride on a golf course. Well, it was like an hour and a half to two hour. I mean, it was amazing. And I felt like I got a lot out of that. So anytime I have clients that go to Kauai, I'm like, you have to go to that golf course and do that sunset tour. It's so much fun. And it's just for adults. So there's no little little kids running around and stuff like that. So it was a lot
0: of fun. That actually sounds really nice, really relaxing. Was there any wine involved?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, They give you a cooler with like water in it. They're oh, like, that's right, you did. You, say, they're okay. like, you can put your wine or your beer in there. You just have to bring your own. So okay, okay. it was awesome. Byob. And then gotcha. afterwards, we all went and got pizza.
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good idea too. Yeah, it was fun. All right, and that is what was the name of the what, what was the name it's, of the golf it's course? It's the
1: Mackay Golf Course. Um, it's spelled like M what is it m a m a
0: k a i yeah hold on i just had it pulled up here, in princeville
1: so I, yes it's m a k a i golf course yes it's okay. in princeville
0: so that actually means that,
2: uh water in hawaiian
0: i was gonna say it needs like yeah, yeah i was gonna say it means like and, sea or water is and it water I, It
2: overlooks okay. um or ocean
1: Hanale- I think,
0: yeah yeah oh
1: uh, is it hanalei bay yeah, it kind of like overlooks mm-hmm. that in the Princeville resort. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's stunning and the cliffs. Oh, I want to go to there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is so interesting, and this is one thing I think. And then I'll I'll, I'll say this, and then I'll move on to my last one. And we'll wrap up. But I think that so it's so funny because Jess, your favorite resort or favorite island is not Kauai, mm-hmm. and Sam's favorite island is Kauai, right? When yes. you say that's your favorite? It and is. And I think so much of that is based on having the right experiences when you're there. Like Sam had these two really, really great mm-hmm. tours or three great tours, two great tours in Kauai and like has these really great memories. And where Jess has these amazing memories maybe on another island. So it's like thinking about like finding the right. Obviously, every island has its own thing, but also finding the right excursions and the right tours or the right experiences will really shape your experience when you're on those specific islands. So
2: for me too, the thing about Kauai that I don't like over the other islands is that I always prefer to stay on the west side because it's the dry side and not the rainforest side. And on Kauai, you're forced to stay on the rainforest side, the east side, because there's mountains on the west side. So you're just more likely to get Weather issues or rain on Kauai than you are, you know, if you're staying in Wailea where it it rains ten inches a year, you know. So <laughs> I have seen rain. Wailea well, it
0: is its own thing.
2: Um, I have seen it rain in Wailea, um, but did you? I did, yeah, yep. Which was cool and I don't believe everybody it. was complaining but I was like this is this you don't realize how rare this is this is one hour that most people never get to see so I was gonna say did it even rain for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it was about an yeah. hour and people were complaining and we were like, this is the coolest. <laughs> yeah, Don't worry, we dry two hours. Right, later. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real.
2: All right, John. Oh, that's
0: awesome, though. But that's a that's a good point, though. Also, you were really pregnant, right, when you did Kauai? Um, uh,
2: I wasn't super pregnant. I was like fifteen. But you 16 were like not weeks. feeling well, right? Um,
0: were mm. you having like no food sounded good to no, you at that time, or is it my trip? Lots of
2: food. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, the food the food on Kauai Kauai is my favorite food island for sure. Oh, yeah, the food it's so is good. so good okay. on Kauai.
1: Yeah, I mean, I that's mean you could do. <laughs> an excursion just to go eat food well, and the, shave ice well when it I rained
2: mean, it well, literally that's why I go rained it rained all like the whole time we were there we were there for probably like, five days and it uh, rained the entire time so all we did was eat uh, but the food was good <laughs>
0: like the food. i could see why i could also see how that would play into it not being your favorite island yeah yeah if it rained your entire time yeah, you were on that the island, the
2: entire time like we went swimming yeah, in really the rain, rain. But like you yeah, know, you're on, you're on the rainforest side, so like it is going to rain. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah,
0: because the other side is the canyon, right, exactly. What is that mountain? What is that canyon called? Um, uh, uh, w- it starts with a Waimea. W. Waimea, yeah, yeah. Which is the, the Hawaiian Grand Canyon? Yeah. It's kind of like the and we canyon. went there All and right.
2: it was cool, um, but yeah, it wasn't raining while but we were there. But you can't stay there.
0: <laughs> every time you're at your hotel yeah. by the pool it's raining <laughs> got it okay so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up Um another one I'll do another one Um and I'm going to go ahead and say it is so I did Road to Hana on Maui I'm also going to talk about Haleakala on Maui so there is a so on all of the islands there's usually at least one or two volcanoes but the big volcano in the big mountain on um Maui is Haleakala and Haleakala is very – do you guys remember – I don't even remember now the top of the top of my head how high it is. It's like 10,000 feet elevation or something. I don't know. It's big though. It's really <laughs> high. Okay. So, we went there and it, I think it gets snow during parts of the year as well, but I might be wrong on that. It's cold mm-hmm. up at the top of Haleakala. So, we went up and we were there in the middle of the summer in July. And because of that, the sun rises really early. Um... In Haleakala, we went up for sunrise. So you have to get up at like two in the morning to drive your butt all the way up there because the best thing to do with Holly to go see sunrise at Haleakala. Is get there when it's still pitch black mm-hmm. because you want to see all the stars. You want, you want to, and then you see first light and then you see sunrise. Sadly, first light happened as we were parked at the gate waiting to pay our fee. Mm. So the good news is, is that when we were driving up the mountain, it's a long drive in the dark, pitch black. So we had the convertible and it was freezing outside as we the, as you were driving up the mountain, it just got colder and colder. We ended up like rolling back our, um, We had our like like heavy coats and stuff when we were going up. But we rolled back the, the opened up the top on the convertible and just sat there as the the first light was coming and stared at all. It was the most beautiful thing.
1: I bet it was. And then,
0: and it's so funny because like you can go park different places. There's like two or three different parking areas and then two or three different viewing spots. We found a perfect one and we like everybody has like their camera set up for sunrise and like we're all bundled up in our coats and then there's the the, the people that are there in their shorts, t-shirt, flip-flops and their robes that they brought from their hotels. You're oh, yeah. like, you did <laughs> not plan ahead. You did not listen to the podcast <laughs> to tell you that you need to bring your winter clothes. But like we had like layer and the, the secret is to dress in layers. So we had like sweaters on and then over the sweaters we had our raincoats. So we didn't bring like a winter coat but we made them winter coats if that makes sense. With the layers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like if you're at the top of this mountain, you from there you can see over to the Big Island, and you can see the um, I forget the name of the volcanoes over on the Big Island, but you can see clear over there. And we also use the Shaka guide for our trip up on our trip back, and that gives you a lot of the history of Maui and the legend of Maui, mm. like the the god or the demigod. And at one point, they even play um, "You're Welcome." <laughs> With the rock, no, they didn't. But yes, they that's did. Awesome. It was so great, and that's why I love the Shaka Guide. Is they they pay for the royalties for music, so it really gives an ambiance. And most that's of the awesome. music is from local like um, musicians, which is really cool because you know it gives back to the local community mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but it was spectacular. The sunrise. We're all bundled up up there, and then afterwards, most people then get in their cars and drive down what we decided to do is we were going to hike down into the crater of the volcano. And let me tell you, it was one of the most exciting, exhilarating hikes as you're descending down into that volcano two or three Three, I think we went three miles in. And we're like, this is amazing. And then it was time to hike out. Oh, yeah. And that was literally like, I don't know how to say it. I, I was dragging my rear end up that hill and Steffi's hip started hurting and it was just like, okay. This is a lot of work. I mean, we, we got out of there no problem. And there weren't like a ton of other people hiking. It was us and like four other couples maybe that we saw the whole time. We're like the only schmoes doing it. But it was fun and totally <laughs> like worth Schmose. it. And I, I closed all my rings that day for sure. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's what matters, right?
1: It, the closing of the rings? Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So anyway, I highly recommend going up to Haleakala. Big tip, get there. Be Make sure you plan enough time to get there before first sun or before first light. So you could see the stars, just completely black. Yeah, something spectacular. We did that,
2: and we got there. I think we arrived at like four thirty. Um, so it was we we arrived at pitch black.
0: Right. right. Which at that point, depending on when you were there, that might have been enough time. Other times, it may not yeah. be. That's the crazy thing. Is like make sure you check for not just what time sunrise is when you're planning your day. Also check out what time first light yeah. is.
2: Yep. So we did. And
0: then plan extra time. We did
2: get there in pitch black. Actually, one cool thing we did was the resort we were staying at had like a Haleakala bundle thing where they gave you like a picnic basket that had like coffee and hot chocolate and breakfast. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. And blankets. So we were in like pants and sweatshirts and stuff. But then they also gave us like blankets. So we were like wrapped in blankets. And um, yeah, so that was really cool.
0: But yeah, that's cool. That's fun. There were a lot of people with their blankets up there for sure so
1: i think it's funny that you guys went both went on that tour because i remembered when we went for work it was just me jess hayes and lauren and we were talking about that tour and We're like we have to get up at what time yeah we had we yeah. got up at like three
2: o'clock in the morning <laughs> to do that you gotta do it your
0: first day like your first yeah. or second day that you're there before your body yeah. acclimates to the time and it's yeah. not that bad because you're six hours. That's really like getting up at seven or eight, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on your body clock.
2: Yep, in the beginning, so yep. I can't rec-
0: Yeah, I can't recommend it enough. We had such a good time. Um, and there are tours you can book separately. You can drive up yourself. The thing about doing a tour is, is you have to re- make sure they're either picking you up at your hotel or you're going to have to drive to wherever the meeting point is. So, factor in that time and like what time you have to wake up because we talked about that. But like if you're going on one of the ones that goes to multiple hotels to pick them up, they're coming to you even earlier because they've got to pick up like six other hotels on the way up, if that uh, makes sense. Yeah. And that to me, because they're they're factoring in the, the wake up calls for six hotels and factoring in all that pickup time. So
2: yeah, right.
0: You're getting up early either way. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. We thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes, we would appreciate a positive review over on Facebook, and not on Facebook, on Apple <laughs> Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Additionally, if you'd like to connect with us, you can send us an email at escape.atp@gmail.com at gmail.com or connect with our Facebook community over by doing a search over on Facebook by doing a search for Escape, a travel podcast. We appreciate you so much much for hanging in there with us on this episode and we look forward to talking to you real soon bye bye